0: And good morning, everybody. It is Friday, October 23rd, 2020, and this is the Ray Hanania Show. I am Ray Hanania, special U.S. correspondent for the Arab News newspaper and columnist and media consultant here in the U.S. This is one of our special Friday morning programs, and we have a special guest I'm going to introduce in a minute. The Ray Hanania Show is brought to you on the U.S. Arab Radio Network on WNZK AM 690 in Detroit, Michigan, Uh, Ohio and uh, Southwest Canada, proudly sponsored by the Arab News newspaper, where I write op-eds and news and features, and of course, sponsored by many other businesses, organizations, and charities, many Arab American. The Arab News newspaper is the Middle East's leading English-language print newspaper with editions in Saudi Arabia, Dubai, Japan, Pakistan, France, and bureaus in London, New York, and Chicago, where I am based. And uh, whoop, flipping on my screen here, all this technology, USA Arab Radio Network was launched in 2005 by journalists and radio network founder Layla El husseini in an effort to energize and empower Arab Americans. Joining me this morning is a friend of mine, a journalist, a writer, and a, a school board activist who's running for re-election in the De- Dearborn School Board uh, district, he's been on the Dearborn School Board since April 2019. Adel Mosip Adel, thank you for joining us this morning on the radio show.
1: My pleasure, Ray. Thank you for having me.
0: And uh, this, you're running for re-election, then? Correct.
1: Correct. I was appointed last year in April, so this is a uh, re-election.
0: okay. That's what. That's what I was going to ask. So you were appointed, and that's a great way to get into politics. You know, and absolutely.
1: Well, I ran two campaigns before, so <laughs> it's been yeah, a challenge. Yeah,
0: has it really? What what's the big issue in uh, Dearborn?
1: Well, Dearborn is and a, a Dearborn diverse uh, city uh, with more than a hundred thousand people. Obviously, it is uh, dubbed as the Arab capital in the U.S. Uh, with half of its population are from the Middle East or from the Arab world, um, and uh, we're,
0: we're, but we're trying to steal that title away from you here in Chicago. Okay, we, <laughs> Chicago want, we want to be land. the yeah, capital. Absolutely. We're the Plymouth Rock. We're gonna say, but go ahead. Right.
1: So, uh, just Dearborn politics is hard. It's hard politics, and um,
0: yeah,
1: uh, you have to really prove yourself, and you have to get in front of many different voters who have very different views, and uh, yeah. I I ran two campaigns. I was not successful, but I gathered a lot of support from all over the city. And uh, in 2019, when the time was right, I was appointed to the board. And I've been on the board for now a year and a half. And uh, I'm really happy to advocate for our students and for our teachers. And now the pandemic hit and it put a lot of strains on us as a school board to decide on whether to bring in students in person or to stay online. And it was a very difficult decision to make one of the most difficult decisions that the board has come to. Um, so, but I'm, I'm here to always advocate for equitable allocation of resources for all, all of our students, all of our teachers and staff who have been amazing during this pandemic um, amount of support that they've given our Uh, students, and uh, I'm really proud of each one of them.
0: And um, the pandemic has to be a real problem for schools, especially for kids. And it's been going on now since March, and uh, I I just don't know how people survive. How is the coronavirus impact in the Detroit uh, schools and in the the Dearborn schools in the Detroit region? What's it like? I mean, are you having a real serious problem? Some areas of the country are. Go ahead.
1: As of right now, we're we're still virtual. There are some learning labs where students go in person, um, but it has disrupted the learning process um, heavily. Uh, Students uh, learn best at the classroom with their teacher, um, and that hasn't been the case. They've been. Uh, virtually online, meeting online, and that is a big issue to many uh, students, uh, as well as teachers. Um, As we know, virtual doesn't really substitute in-person classroom teaching. And uh, families are frustrated, obviously, because they have now to put in a lot of time to help their students, to help their children, and teachers are also as equally frustrated, but they're also feeling unsafe to go back in the classroom. Um, I would say that Dearborn numbers and Wayne County numbers are abnormal to the state of Michigan. Uh, I mean higher, to, uh, higher low, than, high. than usual. Oh, yes.
0: Really. So why is that? Why do you think? I mean, is it? But uh, I know in some areas of the country, and in where I live, it has a lot to do with the local officials not taking coronavirus seriously they don't wear the face mask uh they want to open up and you know there's a lot of pressure on everybody we're boxed in we're tired of it there's fatigue and we want to pretend like it's not there but it is there is Absolutely. that a yeah. is so that a problem out in Dearborn it, it, it is um, tired and-,
1: and and I think you know the social events have contributed to that as well uh, people 's disregard to all of the precautions um, of wearing masks or social distancing hasn 't been the case so um and it 's unfortunate that it's a few a selective few that have to ruin it for everybody um, yeah i think if if people really boxed in and during you know one month in June or March, we would not be in this place um,
0: so maybe but, if there were a tougher crackdown. I think you know, so. Where they, just, um, they just and people have to take precautions.
1: Weeks. You know this yeah. virus is deadly. Uh, yeah. People may say, you know, it's only affecting the 0.5 percent, but one life is too many. And why would yeah. you lose one life over this virus? But we we still I acknowledge heavily that we have to live with this virus moving forward. We cannot stay as the current status quo. Of, um, of being online the whole time, I think that also adds a lot of pressure and adds a lot of mental issues. So um, there has to be a balance. I think returning to school has to be gradual. And that's what we started at the district with the learning labs. Unfortunately, they had to be paused because we exceeded the positivity rate in our county. So I'm hoping that this will come back and that we will start to have a gradual start to the school year um, where students would attend uh, three days of the week and then uh, do kind of a hybrid model where they attend two days of the week from home.
0: Yeah, and and I know that uh, running for, because I've covered politics 45 years, I know that running for the school board Um, sometimes isn't the highest priority with voters. We got this big election coming up November 3rd uh, for president. There's probably legislative races in Dearborn um, and other races. Is it tough getting attention for the school board race um, or do you have a lot of organizations, for example, in your district that are uh, really pushing this election and race? Do you have a lot of backing?
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. well, traditionally, as you said, Ray, usually the school board race is the last person a voter would look at. But yeah. frankly, it is the most important seat or it is the most important race that voters should look at because it the, affects them on a daily basis. We make decisions right. that affect them on a daily basis. And it's a very important and uh, heavily important that people really need to look at who, who's running and why they're running, what are their qualifications, and will they make sound reasoning decisions when these tough decisions come to be about? And will they be accessible? So voters have to really look at it down the ballot. They have to flip it to see us. That's another challenge. Uh, some voters just go and vote for president and senate, and uh, they're done. And uh, it is, it should not be the case. You should be flipping the ballot. You should be researching the names of the candidates. There have been a lot of forums this year, uh, virtual ones um, where candidates, you know, answer questions. Right. Uh, and and that has been a plus. And I think, you know, the current pandemic and, and people paying attention now to school board meetings uh, has brought more light into uh, I have to really look at those candidates and what they stand for, so I encourage everybody to go out and research all of the candidates research my record research um, the the colleagues that are running right now for for the seat there are three seats for six year term and there is one partial um two year term and there are eight candidates running for the for the three year um, for the three seats, which are the
0: full term seats, so it's a big. Are, are you running? Are you running for a full term seat or yes, a part? I'm a, running. Two, I'm seat? running for the
1: full term. Yeah. One so of that's six
0: two. years. You said you yes. said six years. Yeah, and you know, pe- as you were pointing out, people don't appreciate the importance of school districts until they look at their tax bill. School districts <laughs> usually are the biggest uh, amount of money that you pay, and for right. a good reason because we want to make sure that the kids get the best education, but, uh, it's ironic. I don't pay that much for the federal, you know, for a president, most of my taxes go to the County and the state and, you know, uh, fire districts and, uh, police and, you know, park districts and schools, the biggest, you know, chunk. So they should pay attention to it. Um, how's the, uh, and I know, and, Dearborn is a very strong Arab-American community. Is this uh, Arab-American race, do you think? Or is it uh, pretty diverse? I mean, I'm always interested.
1: Sure. The race is very diverse. I believe there are um, five Arab-American candidates and there are three non-Arab-Americans. So um, I don't think uh, race... Is it you, an
0: issue in Dearborn? No.
1: As far as race, I, yeah, sometimes always... I think so. Um, people do vote race lines. Um, right. But I think for the most part, you know, uh, voters are smart. Um, they do look at like qualifications and they look at uh, what the candidate brings. And uh, right. they, usually they do look for experience. Name recognition plays a huge role as well. So um, it's a mix of everything together, uh, but race does play a, a role in, in elections.
0: It, it's got to be fascinating to be Arab American in Dearborn because you are bumper to bumper with Arab American officials, Arab Americans running for office. Uh, where I live, if you have one Arab American running in a race, uh, it's, it's you know, rare and, oh. uh, and it's very hard for them to win. Um, so the question is always: Do I vote my ethnicity? Uh, which I don't think people should do. I think people should vote uh, issues first, Absolutely. and then if it happens they're equal, then yeah, I'm going to support a Arab American. But why not support anybody, right? Um, so I I'm would always, always ki-
1: vote for the most qualified person. It doesn't matter yes. where they're from and w- w- what religion they are or where they were raised. If, if that person is going to serve my district well and is well qualified, I would give them my vote. Um, so, uh, however, I would say in the same tone, you know, representation really matters. Uh, uh, same right. for even we have Khadr uh, Farhat who is running also for a six-year term who is legally blind. So you have people who are representing different ideas, different things that you will never be able to, you know, uh, speak for, uh, uh, you know, such as people who have challenges and special needs. Um, So uh, it is important to to put that in perspective and to also, um, you know, consider that when voting. So there are so many things to consider when you consider a candidate, including their background.
0: And I know you have a busy schedule coming up. You got a lot of stuff to do. Running for office is not just sitting back and Zooming. I know you still have to connect with voters. It's got to be tough uh, connecting with voters um, in today's world. It's easy for me because to do interviews, uh, it's amazing. The coronavirus has made it easier. I can connect with you a lot easier. The Zoom, you know, I wish I bought the stock when it first came out. It went up 750%. (laughs) Um, and, uh, um, but as a candidate, that's gotta be rough. So you got to rely on direct mail. You got to rely on online things. It's tough to go out a lot of, you can't knock, really knock on doors, right? Because yeah. And in the last
1: two campaigns, I knocked more than 12,000 doors. Um, and my volunteers probably did a little bit more. Um, but this, this year it's, it's been really rough. Um, obviously you cannot knock on doors. Um So we've been just doing socially distance events uh, here and there, and also um, utilizing social media heavily uh, to talk to voters. Um, and mailers uh, has been probably the biggest expense of my campaign. Right. Um, right. So that's the only way to reach voters um, right now. And especially even social media and TV. Obviously, we can't do TV ads; so that's too expensive. But um, it's been we've been really bombarded as as a state that is um, a toss-up state. So ads have been heavily
0: yeah you're, you're uh, targeted. With- we've been
1: targeted by Republican and Democrat ads, and also we have a really hot race for Senate. So, so we've been really bombarded.
0: The, yeah, there's the fog of war, basically, the fog of the election. You have yeah. so many people focused on Michigan at the presidential race that uh, it must be even harder to remind people and say, hey, uh, don't forget about the local race. Edel, I know you only have a couple minutes left. Is there anything else you want to Mention that you think is important that I didn't ask you about. And also tell us your website where people can go to get information. Sure, Yeah,
1: absolutely. My website is adelmozip.com, A-D-E-L-M-O-Z-I-P.com. I'm I'm running, I'm rerunning for the seat because I believe that Dearborn Schools could be a leader in learning. Um, I'm running to ensure quality education for our students, to have strong schools and happy educators. I have been endorsed by the Dearborn Federation of Teachers. Um, That's the largest union in our city. Um, And I'm really proud of their endorsement. I'm also endorsed by the Dearborn Fire um, Association, and uh, I I respect them as well. Uh, I also have the support of AMPAC, the American and Arab Muslim Political Action Committee, as well as engage uh, a SEAM caucus uh, for special ed um, teachers and staff. Um, I'm sorry, non teachers and staff. Um, and I don't want to forget YPAC as well, the Yemeni American Associ- the Yemeni American Political Action Committee, uh, and so many people from all over the city that I'm really proud of. Um, I've been really involved outside my realm in education and social justice and environmental justice. And I served also, I still serve as the vice president of our neighborhood association and a member of Dearborn Rotary and the League of Women Voters. I also, uh, Ray taught for three years at Access, teaching students technology, leadership, financial literacy for um, a program sponsored by Comcast. I also brought a mentoring program to Edsel Ford High School six years ago, and it's still happening until today, to elevate students and empower them, connecting them with professionals. So I had a, let's, uh, take, a let's, let's take let's
0: take let's yeah. take one phone call from uh, our one cool. of our listeners. Jerry Haba, a great guy. Um, Jerry, ask a question. Let Adol answer it and stay on the line, because I'll after uh, the break, I'll bring you back and we'll talk about the presidential oh, race, your feelings okay, on that. Sure. But, but go ahead, Jerry, oh, uh, our uh, call in 248 3300 Go ahead, Jerry.
2: Thank you. Good morning, Mr. Ray Hananiya, and good morning, morning. to your guest, uh, Mr. Adel Mu'azab. Good morning. Good morning, uh, sir. Uh, good morning. Good uh, morning. Uh, Thank you very much for bringing Mr. Adel Muazzab. I do have a lot of respect for this. Uh, this man is indeed uh, a true uh, Arab Middle Eastern American, and we are very proud of his service, uh, not just for the city of Dearborn, but among all the Michigander and uh, the Middle Eastern community. So we wish him the best. luck. My question to Mr. Adil Muazzab, Mr. Adel, uh, regardless Republican or Democrat, we should vote. We should vote, all of us. And Absolutely, yes. Don't you yes. think, Mr. Adel, yes. Mazab, m- that the local uh, election they are the base to reach uh, to the top of the pyramid? I know we have the presidential election to choose who's the next president of the United States. So no problem about that. We will uh, put our vote. But, Mr. Adel, when it comes to Dearborn or uh, the west side and the east side, we should feel we are all one community. When I like uh, to see candidates from Middle Eastern in Dearborn, I'm a Chaldean, Christian, in uh, uh, Warren, something like Heights. I won't hesitate to vote for somebody from Dearborn I know he's the right person to do. Exactly like in Dearborn, we do have a lot of candidates, Chaldean, in Sterling Heights, Mr. Eric Eshati, uh, uh Mr. Clint Custow, Mr. Creelan's dad. We have to uh, 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 vote for those people because to be in this country, we have to have representatives for our community. So I would love uh, your answer, Mr. Adel, and I wish you the best of luck, and God bless you. God bless America, and thank you to Mr. Ray Hanani and Ms. Laila Hosseini for the show. I appreciate Adil. Thank and you.
0: Thank you, Senator
1: and it's my pleasure to represent every single uh, Dearborn resident on the Dearborn School Board. I have been advocating for all of our residents Um and to making sure that we have quality education in our district and Henry Ford College, um, one of the things Ray that the Dearborn School Board is so unique. It's the only one probably in the country that governs two institutions at the same time. So we don't just uh, govern Dearborn schools, but we also have a college that has more than thirteen thousand students, uh, Henry Ford College. So the the board of trustees. They sit on, on both institutions, and um, it has been my pleasure serving both as well.
0: All right, Jerry, thank you for the call. Uh, um, Adol, I, I know you can stay on a little bit longer, but I got to take a commercial break. Sure, so why, do why, don't, why don't we do that? Let's uh, go to break, and when we come back, we'll continue a few more minutes with our guest, Adel. Um I'm Ray Hanania here at WNZK AM 690 Radio. On the Ray Hanania Show, brought to you by U.S. Arab Radio Network and the Arab News newspaper. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back right after these messages. Read the Arab News newspaper for the latest on the U.S. elections, the battle for president, and breaking news and unique stories on Arabs in America and the world online at arabnews.com. The Arab News newspaper is the leading English-language newspaper in the Arab world, with editions in France. Pakistan, Japan, Dubai, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and bureaus in London, New York, and Chicago. Join the more than 5 million people who follow the Arab News on Facebook, online at ArabNews.com.
3: Jot's Mediterranean Market and Shish Kebab offers a great array of your favorite Mediterranean meals. Meals range from lamb specialties, shawarma sandwiches, seafood dinners, and they offer special big trays of your favorite food, plus much more. Kashat's Mediterranean Market and Shish kebab address is 32839 Northwestern Highway in Farmington Hills. Their phone number is 248-538-9552. That number again is 248-538-9552, and the supermarket is open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Kashat's Mediterranean Market and Shish kebab will definitely leave you satisfied.
4: guidelines and is open every day, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Have an amazing experience today at Ishtar Restaurant, 3625 15 Mile Road, Sterling Heights. And welcome back to the and Nia Show here at WNZK
0: AM 690 Radio, brought to you by the U.S. Arab Radio Network, Layla El-Husseini's uh, great effort to empower and energize Arab Americans. Radio is a powerful forum. Uh, to address issues. And I think more powerful, uh, especially now with uh, the uh, things like Zoom and everything, to connect with people. It's basically just like television with Facebook. You can watch us on our Facebook page at uh, RG Hanania on Facebook. Um, And uh, we're also sponsored by the Arab News newspaper. On the line with me is a a friend, uh, some I've known for a long time, Adel Mozip, uh, who, is, uh, who served two, uh, on two statewide commissions, very active, and was appointed uh, in 2019 to the Dearborn School Board, um, and he's running for re-election to a six-year term for the Dearborn School Board. I, I know he has a tight schedule this morning, but uh, um, it's interesting, Adil, because uh, uh, the only race I know of where we're guaranteed to have an Arab American elected to office is in the 50th district in California, Congress between Daryl Issa and Amar Kampanajar. one of them is going to (laughs) win. So I know how how many. I'm just curious again, and I agree with you that it's it's about qualifications and experience, not just ethnicity. But how many Arab Americans are on the school board, and does that become an asset or a disadvantage uh, when you run in a district like in Dearborn?
1: Well, um, to be Arab American, currently we only have two trustees who are Arab Americans. And out
0: of how many board members? Out of seven. So oh, yeah. You should have more then, basically, We should right? have more. Oh, we um, got to get you on there. Yes. <laughs> have you totally brought any stuffed it. grape leaves to board meetings? Have you, yeah, you can't do that, see? Because of the coronavirus. you can going to bring Arabian food we win over all the time.
1: Oh, yeah, well, of course. Um, but it is um, interesting that in 2018, when I ran, unfortunately – You have um, people who run campaigns just to defeat others. And uh, it's the politics, as I said, in Dearborn Heart, politics. So um, you end up, uh, you know, Arab-Americans defeat themselves kind of thing. Yes. Um, So, but it is is important to have diverse representation of the entire community on that board. And for that board to be successful, it needs to really adequately represent the student body and reflect um, the student body on that board. Um, So they can uh, address all of the issues, all of the problems that are um, concerning the community at hand. Um, When you have a board that doesn't adequately represent the student body, then you run into a lot of issues like groupthink, uh, out of touch, so it's it's crucial that uh, representation is is there and it needs to be adequate definitely it needs to be uh the same number of students you have the same number of board members
0: yeah it's interesting and uh i you know communities need to have representation because um each community uh, we're we're like everybody else Um, And yet we have to struggle much harder. I'm a little surprised that they don't have more Arab Americans than the Dearborn School District. But I understand our culture, um, you know, we're victimized all over the world is, you know, because we're Arab Um, and uh, um, we then tend to, instead of fighting with people that victimize us, we tend to fight among ourselves. So you run for office and someone else gets mad because why are you running? And they may never have thought about running for office in their life, but you've provoked them by running yourself, wanting to do good. And then they run for office. um, And then that splits the vote. I I see that all the time in elections. Um, I'm always hopeful, though, for uh, Dearborn. Um, The election is November 3rd and uh you are on the ballot in the dearborn school district for uh voters to support i've known you a long time you're a great guy very smart do you Thank have you. uh kids at all at all are you married i yes I'm, I'm married i
1: have two kids and the oldest attends gear park elementary
0: so they're in the school district
1: yes yeah um,
0: that's always important oh yeah
1: it's, it's very important um and
0: are you said are you satisfied with the school district uh Can they do more? Is there something that you want to do? Well, there's always room
1: for improvement. Um, However, you know, I want to say that our school district has been doing a heck of a job, especially during this pandemic um, meeting students where they are. Uh, There are gaps and uh, there are sometimes areas where we don't meet the students where they are. And that's why, We need to demand more. We need to hold the superintendent accountable as well as the president of the college. Um, And, uh, But uh, frankly, during the past six months, the district has been doing a great job, I would say, um, on on many fronts, Uh, but we still have a lot of improvements to do in the future.
0: All right, Adel, listen, thank you for taking the time to join us this morning. My I pleasure. Really thank you, Ray, it.
1: for having me. It's really uh,
0: ab- Absolutely. And uh, if you want to get more information on uh, Adel Mozeb, go to his website at Adelmozeb, adelmozi dot dot Adel, thank good you, luck, Ray. and uh, we're looking forward to celebrating with you and others. Um absolutely. Uh, I know it's uh, you're going to do a great job in the school district. Thank you, thank you so much, Ray. All right. You're welcome. You have a great day. Thanks, Edel. This is Ray Hanania here at WNZK AM 690. We're going to take another quick break uh, just to catch up with our ads. And afterwards, we'll come back. And if you want to uh, uh, post a question on Facebook, uh, this is being broadcast live on my Facebook page at R G RGHANIA, R-G-H-A-N-A-N-I-A. Um, You can, or you can call 248-557-3300, 248-557-3300. We'll take some questions. I want to look at the presidential debate uh, last night between uh, Joe Biden and President Donald Trump. Um, It was a different uh, 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 debate uh, in terms of how they each managed to control themselves better. Um, so we'll talk about that. We did a show last night uh, after the debate for the Arab news. that's broadcast on their Facebook page at the Arab news, uh, Facebook.com slash the Arab news. If you want to watch that, you can find it there. The Arab news website is Arab news.com. So let's take another break. And then when we come back, we can take calls and talk with uh, listeners about the presidential race. And Michigan is a big, uh, you know, is in contention and, uh, Uh, It's one of the battleground states, and it's because it was very close the last time, I think Trump only won the state by 11,000 votes, which is razor thin. I'm Ray Hanania here. It's Friday, October 23rd, 2020, and we're going to take a break, and we're going to be right back right after these messages. Water covers 71% of the world, and the Arab News newspaper covers the rest, with breaking news from across the Arab and Muslim world and the latest on Arabs in America— Get inside the headlines with expert analysis and insight at arabnews.com. Join 5 million Facebook fans who stay in touch with the Arab News, the Arab world's leading English language newspaper, online at arabnews.com.
4: Ziad brand. Quality products from our family to yours.
3: When you're looking for the best in optical care, Dr. Imad Nakash is your doctor to see. With years of experience and thousands of successful procedures performed, you can trust your eyes to Dr. Imad Nakash. See Dr. Imad Nakash and his professional staff for your eye care needs. There's two locations to serve you. In Hazel Park, call 248-336-3937. 248-336-3937. In Rochester Hills, call 248-299-3937. That's 248 248- two nine nine three nine three seven
0: And welcome back to the Ray Hanania show uh, here on a special Friday, um, October 23rd, 2020. Um, I'm Ray Hanania, U.S. special correspondent for the Arab News newspaper here on WNZK AM 690 Radio in Detroit, Michigan, proudly sponsored by U.S. Arab Radio Network and Lila El-Husseini, uh, who strives to empower um, Arab Americans to be more engaged in the uh in our societies we're uh, arab american but we're american um, some of us like to say american arab to emphasize the american aspect but either way i i think it's uh, quibbling a little bit um, it, but uh, we're part of this country we need to be involved and engaged in this country that includes in elections and we need to have our voices heard and i know that that's a big battle in michigan today uh, where there is a large arab american population and uh, they can make a difference uh, in this upcoming election in, I think, uh, what, maybe 10, 11 days. Uh, coming up November 3rd, 2020, um, President uh, Donald Trump is running for re-election. And uh, he's being challenged by uh, Joe Biden, who was the former vice president. Uh, the debate last night, I, I don't know if you watched it, I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, there's not much to do around this time with the coronavirus, except to watch uh, the things online and on television um, and listen to radio shows like this, hopefully. Um, So I think they got a big audience, and I think they did a better job. Both of them uh, presented themselves well. I thought uh, Biden, uh, he didn't use the name calling that, you know, uh, characterized his uh, uh, performance during the first debate. Um, and uh, Trump uh, didn't interrupt Biden um, uh, this in last night's debate the way he did during the first debate. Um, but I still felt that uh, the uh, issues uh, they did get into some issues. They talked about a lot of different things. I, I think I made a list over here: uh, coronavirus, uh, national sec- uh, security, healthcare, economy, in- employment, immigration race in America, climate uh, change. um, It just didn't seem like uh, any of those issues really stuck. It seemed like uh, they pandered, you know, and and maybe not pandered. It seemed like that their messaging um, was uh, connected to their voters. um, But the people in the middle, I can't imagine anybody being undecided at this point, right? Pretty much everybody's decided, but that's not a good thing for Biden. Um, of course, in Michigan, you know all he needs to do is just overcome that eleven thousand spread um, that uh, Trump got. But both sides are working really hard, and you know it's easy to say, uh, you know, that uh, Biden is uh, he is popularity according to the news media polling. Now you can't really uh, believe the news media polling because. The news media polling is based on popular, you know, vote. Um, they're looking at the whole country and Biden is doing better than Trump because the Democratic states, which are dominated by Democratic voters, um, are really pumping up a lot of uh, uh, strong turnout. Um, issues of race and, uh, you know, uh, uh, immigration are issues that work with uh, African-American and Hispanic uh, minority Uh, communities in the United States. So that really kind of brings out their vote. Although I think the Hispanic community, their turnout is always very, very low. African Americans, though, on the other hand, they vote, out; they come out and vote uh, in uh, really up to 90% of their vote, like uh, white Americans, I think. Um, Arab Americans, uh, I think we're voting more. Um, We have more at stake in this uh, race. President Trump's policies toward Arab Americans have not been that great. And, uh, Joe Biden's, uh, his policies weren't that great to Arab Americans either, but, uh, he did take one step toward giving us some recognition, uh, meeting with Arab Americans. I understand his wife, uh, Jill Biden, uh, Dr. Jill Biden was, Jill was in, uh, uh, Dearborn, um, at that, uh, beautiful, uh, Pastry shop there in Michigan. I'll think of the name now. I haven't been in Dearborn for uh, a number of years now. Uh, Shatila Bakery. I love going to that place. It's just a beautiful atmosphere uh, where you can sit down and enjoy a cup of coffee, or at least you could and you probably can now. But uh, with the coronavirus, it's uh, so many restrictions, it makes it very difficult to really get out and enjoy uh, the world. But it was nice that she actually made a stop there. And uh, her husband, Joe Biden, the former vice president, actually put out a six-page paper. And uh, during last night's uh, post-debate discussion, uh, I had uh, Ed Gabriel on, a great guy who was with Arabs for Biden. Um, And he was talking about why uh, he believed Biden uh, did a great job yesterday. Um, And I think everybody tended to agree that their candidate. Did well to their supporters um, I'm not sure how many undecided people are out there. I'm sure there are some um, and I think some are in the Arab American community it's hard for Arab Americans to support uh, Trump given his policies uh, in the Middle East um, and uh, there's been a lot of controversy but you know on the one hand you know we blame Biden, or, uh, we blame uh, Trump for not liking we don't like those policies. Um, where he's kind of uh, proposed a uh, deal of the century that wasn't very uh, good of a deal for Palestinians. Um, But we don't really engage. We should have engaged, obviously, the president. I think that uh, Trump would have engaged with us and we could have changed the plan. But I think deep down, a lot of our community doesn't want uh, peace. They don't want compromise. Um, I think what they really want is to turn the clock back to 1948. That's the angry segment of our community, the emotional segment of our community. They can't get over the past, and uh, no matter what is presented, um, they're going to oppose it as they did when uh, Yitzhak Rabin and uh, Yasser Arafat uh, shook hands, signed a deal, tried to make it work. That doesn't mean that they're the only ones opposing the deal. The Israeli side, the Jewish community... Uh, opposed the deal too. There was a significant extremist movement in the pro-Israel and uh, Jewish American community that fought against peace and pumped a lot of money uh, into the right-wing government of, uh, at the time, Ariel Sharon and uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. They did everything possible to destroy that. And of course, we were easily baited as a community. They baited us and we took the bait because Arabs were emotional. We don't think with our heads. We think with our emotions. And uh, that really undermines our effectiveness. Um, I'll tell you what, Mike, let's take our final break so I can get us back on schedule. Uh, We kind of uh, extended Adel's because he, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure we do a local focus. And Adel Mozip uh, is running for the Dearborn School Board. In the election, he's been on the board appointed in April 2019. His website is adelmozip.com, A-D-E-L-M-O-Z-I-P.com. If you're a candidate and uh, you want to showcase or say a word about your election, you can call in at 248-557-3300. We'll put you on for a few minutes. Uh, Adel was uh, smart enough uh, to uh, reach out and contact me and say, hey, uh, can I come on the show? And I think that would be great. Um, we're going to take some calls, but uh, at 248 557 in a minute. Um, but as soon as, uh, and we'll do that right after we come back. But Mike, let's take our uh, final break here at WNZK AM 690 radio and the Ray Hanania show. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll uh, continue the discussion on the presidential uh, election. What you thought of Biden and Trump's performance and how you think Michigan is going to vote on November 3rd. You be the pollster this time. Don't believe everything you read in the media. They're they're very anti-Arab. Uh, and I, I don't care, you know, about the Trump-Biden race. The media sucks. They're terrible. They promote racism. They thrive on racism. And Arab-Americans are the easiest target to be racist against in the news media um, because we're so dysfunctional and disorganized. And uh, we fight among ourselves so much. I mean, we actually uh, spend more time fighting with each other than we do with the people that oppress us. So let's take a break. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue this discussion. I'm Rihanna Nia. We'll be right back right after these messages.
3: Are you going to start a restaurant or a grocery store soon? Do you need floor plans and designs? Call Najee Abud at 734-744-9796. Do you want to buy kitchen and restaurant equipment at discount prices? Call Naji Boot now, 734-744-9796. New Concept Products and Design, the trademark of kitchen equipment. 5% discount on all purchases of $75,000 or more. New Concept Products and Design, new location, 31185 Schoolcraft in Livonia. Learn more at www.NewConceptProducts.com. Call ناجي 734-744-9796.
0: in
4: وشلون بقى؟ هذا مطعم دماس عم يعمل كل الأكلات الشامية الطيبة أوه.
2: وطيبة
0: طيبة كتير
2: شافون تغتى سواب بمطعم دماس الأكل الشامي الأصيل. فقط بدماسكوزين كوزين زروهم على 28841 أرشد لك بفارمينغتون هالز ولطلباتكم اتصلوا على 248-987-4609 That's 248-987-4609 كوزين and catering الشام لعندكم
0: And welcome back to the Rayhan Hananiya Show on WNZK AM 690 Radio on the U.S. Arab Radio Network, founded by Leila al Hosseini I believe back in uh, 2005. Um, and that's a long time, so we need to give her support. Um, U.S. Arab Radio uh, Network has, uh, has been uh, uh, giving uh, my show a lot of uh, platform and exposure, and I appreciate it. We're also sponsored by the Arab News newspaper, which this week... We have another show here on Wednesday morning. You want to listen to that because we're going to go through a poll uh, that was uh, commissioned by the Arab News through YouGov, um, and they're looking at a lot of the issues in the presidential election. So we will have a panel of uh, people that will join me and talk about the YouGov poll on Wednesday morning. So you want to be here for that. Um, I think it's really fascinating because they really dig deep into – how Arabs think about the election and it does uh, give us a sense of why things are happening the way they are and, uh, how we can adjust ourselves too. So, uh, th- it was very influential. I think back in 2016, uh, the poll that they did, um, showed that uh, Hillary Clinton, um, you know, there were a lot of, uh, it seemed like she had a lot of support in the Arab community, but, um, we, we also discovered that, uh, A lot of Arab Americans didn't want to admit that they were supporting Donald Trump. So if you were doing the poll anonymously, you could get a better feed. But once uh, you were identified, there was a sense of not wanting to tell the truth. So the polling was skewered. And of course, uh, popular vote pretty much, uh, unfortunately, uh, drives the uh, polling in the media, which was wrong. Every media poll in 2016 was wrong about the election, Hillary did get three million, uh, almost 3 million more votes than uh, Donald Trump, Uh, but she lost the uh, delegate count uh, because most of those votes came from certain states where Democrats have unusually high presence. Let's go back to the phone lines. I think Jerry wanted to ask another question or comment about uh, Biden and Trump and uh, the debate last night. See if Jerry's still there.
2: Yes, Mr. Ray. Thank you, Mr. Ray. I'm sorry to bother you. Uh, No, you're not. That's
0: why we have a radio show.
2: I want to be bothered. Yeah, about the presidential uh, debate last night, I believe Mr. Ray was much uh, better a thousand times than the other uh, presidential debates. They were both of them, the both candidates, they were uh, kind of professional, (laughs) Uh, even sometimes interrupt each other, but it was much better. And I do believe, Mister Wright, if you agree with me, the moderator uh, was her name, Miss. Uh, I believe Kristen you're on this show better than Chris Wallace. What do you think? Yeah,
0: right? yeah, no, no, I you're agree ready, with ready, you. But ready? here's the problem with last night's debate: what was the big? I I agree with you that both Biden and Trump conducted themselves better, and that made it easier for the moderator they, to uh, manage more professional. Uh, the thing. But who? Yeah, but. What, what was the big issue that came out of the debate? Th- think about it. What did you leave the debate with about an issue that you thought, wow, that was great?
2: Uh, to be honest with you, Ray, I do believe yes. uh, the, the responsibility to lead this country from both candidates to serve the American right. people and the security of uh, this country. And then they bring the corona issue. And, uh, and those they were very important topics. I do believe, uh, Mr. Ray, this time, President Trump, he was more fair. He was not attacking uh, uh, Vice President uh, Biden's son Hunter about the issue. It was less attack. I believe they were focusing on serving the country, being a president for all Americans, regardless of black and white, uh, Arab, Asian, African. So I do like that. And they were both looking for for the better future for the United States of America, and that's what we need, Mr. Ray. I don't want to uh, single myself. I am Republican or Democrat. I want to feel I'm American. I want to give my vote, and I encourage everybody give your vote without you saying I'm with Trump or or Biden. Just do your job as an American. Now, Mr. Ray, my question Thank you. to you. Do we 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 Real do have quick. some Iraqi Caldean? Did you reach out to those Iraqi candidates, Mr. Clarence Das for the Circuit Court of the United States, Mr. Clint Castro for Commissioner for Oakland County, and then you got um, uh, what's his name, uh, Eric Ishaki, He's running for Congress of the United States. Did he, You yeah, reach listen, to them, Mr. Listen, l- 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 Jerry.
0: I got to listen. I got to let you go, but I'm going to answer that question. Um, they should reach out to me. I mean, that's one of the things that uh, candidates should do. They need to reach out to the media, and they don't do it very well. Let's take a final question from our, our friend, Layla Hosseini, who's on the line. Layla, are you still there?
2: Yes, I'm here, Ray. Thank you so much for all the great uh, uh, coverage you're doing to, for the elections, Anna. We really appreciate it. I mean, you added a lot, and I, we, we our listeners really appreciate all this great coverage. Ray, I have one question to you. Sure. Who's going to win this election and why? And I'm going to listen to oh, you. Oh, this boy.
4: <laughs> you know listen, me. Layla, <laughs> fortunately, there's not a lot of
0: time to get into it, but I'm honestly yes. going to tell you, I it's not that I favor. Mm. Honestly, I don't favor one side or the other. I did in 2016. I favored Trump over Hillary Clinton because I was mm-hmm. a Bernie Sanders supporter. And I was angry with the way Hillary uh, uh, ran and controlled the Democratic National Committee unfairly. And I didn't want that kind of uh, politics running the country because I I think it would have been terrible. Trump has not been a great president for the U.S., um, but at the same time, he has done some good things. And the country is divided, in my, in my estimation, because the mainstream media is the evil culprit in the problems that we face. I don't blame Trump. Uh, I don't blame the Democrats. I, I do blame the mainstream media. They become partisan activists for candidates. I honestly think Trump is going to win. I do believe that Biden is going to get more votes than Hillary did. He's going to beat Trump by 4 million, I think. 4 million votes in the popular vote. But I think most of those votes are going to come out of the democratic States that he already has. And I think he may take Michigan, Biden may take Michigan, but that's still, he needs, uh, he needs several States, Michigan. You can't just do it alone. If, if Trump loses Florida, then Trump loses Michigan and Florida, then Trump loses. But I don't know. It's going to be really close. And I just don't see uh, Biden. For Arab-Americans, he's really reached out to us. I think that's a great thing. But they all should. And Trump should. And he hasn't. And that's a terrible thing. But, uh, Absolutely.
2: But you know, we're not going to see the results on November 3rd. Am I correct, Ray? Right?
0: I think you're right. I think with the mail-in ballots, um, we're going to end up going another week before we actually know the final thing. And there's going to be a lot of ugly back and forth. That's going to be an ugly week. Uh, And we can't even take a vacation. We're stuck in our homes. Layla, listen, thank you for calling. And of course, all the work you do since 2005 to put the voice of Arab Americans out there so we can engage the political system and the public can hear what we have to say. I had to say this, right?
2: Thank you so much for your advocacy. Thank you so much for being great journalists. Bring things together and, uh, uh, co- uh do this co- uh, very important coverage, uh, during this very sensitive and important elections to bring facts to our uh, community. Thank you so much for all your efforts. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm looking forward for your next show on Wednesday. Thank you, Ray. Right. Bye bye.
0: Wednesday morning. All right. Come here, everybody. Be back Wednesday morning. We're going to do another show on the election before the November 3rd election. I'm Ray Hanania. I got to say goodbye. Thank you so much. Go to hanania.com or arabnews.com for more information. Thanks, Mike. Everybody have a great week. We'll talk to you Wednesday morning. Bye-bye, everybody.